Would you pay $15 for a single banana? What? Absolutely not. But what if you were starving and there was nothing else to eat? I guess if I'm desperate and hungry, then a banana is more valuable, so I'd pay for it, but I would not be happy about it. But on a normal day, I think a dollar is the most a banana is worth, right? Yeah, I think so. If a grocery store consistently charged $15 for a single banana, no one would buy bananas. It's simply because a single banana isn't anything gourmet. Sure, they're yummy and nutritious, but they don't suffice for a meal. The same goes for SaaS. If your prices don't align with the perceived value of your product, no one's going to buy it. And that's where our good friend, the value metric, comes into play. Today on RecurNow, we've got data proving the success of companies using a value metric, plus the data your company should be collecting when trying to figure out what your own value metric is. This is Recur Now from ProfitWell's Recur Studios. I'm Grace Gagnon. Today on the show, are you charging customers for the right thing? We're diving deep on value metrics so you can find out. We'll also take a look at our B2B SaaS index plus the top SaaS headlines you need to know. And we wrap with your ProfitWell featured user, ProGuides, helping gamers take their play to a new level. From my remote setup, it's August 4th, a beautiful day to subscribe. Okay, so a value metric, it's what you charge for. So think per 100 videos, or per 100 users, or for bananas, how filling the fruit is. But more seriously, SaaS companies commonly charge for processing power, minutes, or bandwidth that each customer uses. Aligning a value metric to the value a customer receives is the purest form of pricing. As a software company, you're uniquely positioned to track the value customers get from your products after purchase. And if you're not using a value metric, you're leaving customers in the dark. So how about we bring them into the light and chat even more about the importance of a value metric and the data to help you discover your product's true value. First, let's look at our data revealing the power of the value metric. We studied nearly 4,000 companies, and research proves that a value metric unlocks serious growth for SaaS companies. First, companies using value metrics are growing at double the rate than those companies not using a value metric. Second, companies using a value metric are seeing half the churn as their feature differentiated counterparts. This is mostly driven by aligning more closely with the customer. While all companies have a value metric, not all companies are actually sitting down and thinking about it. They're not asking themselves whether a customer feels like they're receiving any value for their money. Value metrics help capture more monthly recurring revenue and ensure customers receive what they pay for. Like I said, most companies do have a value metric but don't really know what to do with it or make sure it's correct. So next, I'm going to share the types of data you should be gathering to help determine the best value metric. The first type of data you should gather is demographic data, or who you're selling to. Qualification segmentation will help narrow this data set down and eliminate unlikely customers. With qualification, think, what do we want to make sure we eliminate? With segmentation, consider what attributes show differences in value. So let's say I'm trying to sell to a marketer. First, I'd ask what someone's primary job function is. If they aren't in marketing, they're eliminated from my value metric data. Then I'd ask about current annual revenue. If they aren't meeting my revenue benchmark, also eliminated. See the narrowing down? When you get really specific about who you're selling to, you can better determine what people want. Okay, moving on. 
Next, you want to study relative preference. Here you would ask customers to choose their favorite and least favorite features. This eliminates the more is better mindset, making customers check more boxes and take away from the features that are actually valuable. And finally, the last data you need, willingness to pay, or how much are customers willing to pay for the features they love. A good thing to remember, humans think about value as a spectrum. With this, you'd ask, at what price point would something be considered too expensive? Or on the other end, too cheap that you question its value. We have more in-depth information on how to collect each of these data sets, which I'll link to in your newsletter. Now, we've spent some good time on the value metric, let's wrap it up. The value metric, or what you charge for, ensures customers pay for the value they receive. Determining a value metric helps you more accurately set prices, ultimately bringing in more revenue. After studying nearly 4,000 companies, we learned that those companies using a value metric grow at twice the rate than companies not using one. Additionally, churn is much lower for companies using a value metric. When you're determining your value metric, the three data sets you need are demographic data, relative preference, and customer willingness to pay. Additionally, when using a value metric, the best pricing strategy is a value-based pricing strategy. Be sure to tune in to Recur Now on Thursday because we'll go deep on a value-based pricing strategy. But until then, head to your newsletter for links to additional resources on the value metric. Up next, a look at your B2B SaaS index. Your B2B SaaS index is currently valued at 1,647 points, with overall growth going up 0.93% over the last week. The MRR gain index, representing upgrades in new revenue, has gone up 11.51% over the last 24 hours. As for MRR loss, representing churn in the market, has gone down 27.2% over the last 24 hours. These numbers may seem like a dramatic change from last week, but as we enter August, most subscriptions renew at the beginning of the month, so it's normal to see more noticeable changes. And now, your top B2B SaaS news. We've recently seen lots of requests for specific retention advice for D2C and SaaS. Patrick, our CEO, tweeted a helpful framework for handling active cancellations and churn. And it's all on focusing your offboarding. Here are some quick takeaways. The goal, triage cancellations into three groups. The first group, the customers who are long gone. Second, those who just need to talk. And third, those who can still be saved. Then, collect information on why customers want to leave and use this data to prevent future cancellations. Depending on the answer, offer to meet or offer an additional month to get them to see the value of staying. That's just a quick retention recap. Patrick's full tweet is a little more in-depth. Check out the full thread in your subscriber newsletter. Knowing how many of us in the SaaS space rely on Twitter, do you trust the platform enough to subscribe? The company is looking into a paid version of Twitter via subscription. But Teen Zuo from Zora sees two big problems with this. Number one, Twitter's pivot to subscription is merely a reaction to plunging advertising revenue. When it's more about patching a revenue hole rather than creating a great new service for people, it's a red flag according to Teen. And second, he says, why would anyone want to subscribe to a service that is fundamentally based on advertising? Twitter and the New York Times are not the same. You subscribe to the New York Times because you trust the news and support the craft. Twitter is an aggregation of opinions, memes, and advertising. 
In Teen's newsletter, Subscribed Weekly, he says Twitter does not have his trust. Successful subscription-based companies focus on users, not advertisers, which he says is not the case for Twitter. But there are plenty of arguments for and against Twitter going subscription, so I'm curious to learn some other opinions. Drop me a note at grace.g at profitwell.com and let me know what you think about paying for Twitter. Alright gamers, today's featured user is for you. We're talking about ProGuides. ProGuides was founded with one mission, helping gamers take their play to a new level. ProGuides creates highly engaging courses with esports pros, data-driven progress trackers, and a marketplace for on-demand coaches. Currently, there are 55-plus courses and 1,000 lessons, featuring insights from pros from Fortnite, League of Legends, Super Smash Bros., and more. So if you want to level up your game, check out ProGuides in your subscriber newsletter. And that's a wrap on this episode of Recur Now. I'll catch you back here next time with more data and discussion points. Make sure you're subscribed at recurnow.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, we want to hear from you. If you have any topics or news, send them my way at grace.g at profitwell.com. This has been a Recur Studios production, the fastest growing subscription network out there. If you find use for this show, subscribe for more like it at profitwell.com slash recur.